Basic witches. Basic witches. I mean, we're witches. <laughs> Basically. You're listening to Basic Witches. This is Leah Knauer. And I'm Rachel LaForest. And 2020 is going to be sick, you yes. guys. I hope all of you have been doing your journaling and dreaming about what you want this year to bring because I'm ready to kick some fucking ass. Hell yeah, <laughs> me too. Boss moves. It's boss moves all the way 2020. Yeah. Um, we had a boss in the studio today, mm-hmm. Adrian Earhart. Yes. Who She's, Leah knows. Yeah, I've been friends with her for six years. She's a stand up. Um, and you'll hear a lot of her story that. That a lot of it I didn't even know. And um, we really went there. Yes. It's, she's, it's it's dark. She's a fucking warrior. But but I hope I know that all of you are going to get something out of hearing her vulnerability. She's so strong. Yes. And we had an awesome card pull. And I want to remind everyone that whenever you're listening to this is divine timing. So the card pull is for you, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got a lot of other good stuff for you, too, if you become a patron um, by going to at Basic Witches Pod on Instagram and going to our link tree. We will give you card readings, custom art, um, Skype phone calls with us where we can talk about synchronicities or whatever's going on for you. Yeah. And we also sell merch there. We'll make some personalized intention candles and hats and crop tops. And next week, Witchy Wednesday, we're having our second live show at the Comedy Store. It's going to be so fun. We have an amazing performer and it's just going to be a dope ass night. So hopefully we'll see you there. And in the meantime, enjoy this episode with Adrian Earhart. Right. You guys, you guys were became, dating like eight years. Yeah, we were together mm. eight years, married for two. Uh, the vaping didn't start until like two and a half years in and then he made this character and like he didn't vape himself he just it was a character oh okay i mean we vaped weed was it fake vaping in the videos it was e-juice that doesn't have nicotine in it oh okay so it was like yeah fake it was sugar water yeah um and he wasn't like a hardcore vape. he was making fun of like vape okay okay and it was fun and satirical for a while and then it became his Mm. freaking life Mm. and then uh and then he started doing music and uh, I started reassessing myself as a Damn. person and what I wanted in life. And we had agreed uh, when we got married to not have kids mm-hmm. and then um, kind of changed my mind about that. And I I didn't really uh, say it a lot, mm-hmm. but like he could feel it that mm-hmm. like we weren't heading towards anything else. We were just in the same apartment doing the same thing with him and his same yeah. fucking Instagram bullshit. Yeah. And I was like, I'm getting up there and I... I want to do something with my life. Even if it's not kids, I want to do something more. And just last week, you like froze your eggs, right? I did, yeah. yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It was Whoa. an intense process. I heard that that's yeah. a very intense process. How was it? How do you feel? What's... I mean, I'm still recovering, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but I did a double whammy. So I did the injections for myself all the way through like a whole week and a half of that. And then the egg extraction. And while I was under, she put an IUD in because oh. I don't want to have like a whoopsie baby. Okay. You know? Yeah. And uh, I didn't want to get it put in when I was awake because my friends all told me like they it passed hurts. out from pain. Yeah. So I was like, let me just do that while I'm under. So yeah. she, I was a double whammy. So I, nice. I had a lot of pain and <laughs> I still do. And like oh, this period, finally, my egg, my eggs are going down. My ovaries are huge. And like they're. Damn. Yeah. Oh, because of like the hormones a, you had to take. Yeah. They make your eggs huge and your ovaries huge and everything's all bloated so and. Damn. Yeah, so I'm finally like losing that a little bit now. Did it make your hormones go crazy too? Yeah, I wanted to fuck all the time. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, it was intense. Yeah. 
Yeah. And like I broke up with a guy I was dating like right before I started injections. Fuck. Yeah. Oh. So, but you had that? There's a cue. So <laughs> I was okay. You know? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it was like a new person. And I was like, I don't usually do this, but we got to get in the bed now. Ah! We got to. My hormones were raging. Yeah. It's medical. Still on. It's medical. Still are. I'm not going to lie. Like they're. It's yeah, the of course. How, how do you, because I know your ex, but I, I I know you better, I would say. How do you feel now? Because how many months has it been since? Four. Okay. How do you feel today? Um, Exhausted. Mm. I put myself Fair. through the full gamut, I feel, of the things that you do when you break up. Mm. Uh, the crying and then the not eating and then the over-exercising. I think I've leveled that out now. And then throwing myself into work. And then I went through like a week of binge drinking and stopped that. And then I went through like a week of taking too much clonopin because of the panic attacks. And then I stopped that. And it's been a month since I've had a panic attack. Good. I think because like I moved, mm. I filed, I froze my eggs, and I just started <laughs> fucking. You did it all. Yeah. <laughs> and like you want to get over someone, get under someone else's. So yeah, it's been um, awesome. <laughs> I forgot that there's other dick out there <laughs> and it's, uh, it's all better than what I had and it's enjoyable and I love it. And Good. I don't look at his shit. I haven't for nice. three and a half months. I have not looked at his shit. Good for you. People will like tell me stuff about him sometimes. I'm like, I don't really want to know. No I know who he's with. I know her very well and I know what he did to me and mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to think about it. So mm-hmm. I think I'm like, I went through it really fast. All the stages that you might, might take a year or two yeah. to do, I like zipped through them. Well, you also know my big ex mm-hmm. from like five, six years ago. And I remember talking to you a lot during that time online. And that was like a monumental breakup for me. And I threw myself into work mm-hmm. and it helped me a lot. So I'm excited for you. Yeah, me too. Same. It's nice to get distracted by something when you know like your emotional life is like not as stable. Yeah, I mean, my self-esteem was definitely down in the dumps for a long mm. time. He t- said some horrible things about me and my body and that mm. were really rough for me. And I know it was projecting because he was feeling guilty for what he did. Mm. And uh, Which almost like makes it worse because like... Because like you really don't feel you're that gonna way. You're going to add anything in when you're the one that... Yeah. yeah. I think he probably did feel that way. Who knows? I don't know. Mm. He wasn't a good communicator. But mm. it, it took a, a few sessions with uh the guy i was dating before i believed that i was attractive again mm. yeah you're so. so hot yeah <laughs> you're so beautiful yeah. you're saying that uh i don't believe you mm. <laughs> oh. i probably will never believe i hope you do again. one day i hope you do yeah i think you will <laughs> i think you will believe I'm it trying to get there yeah. i just now i'm looking for husband number three yes, i've been divorced <laughs> before uh who wants kids and in la that's going to be difficult to find mm-hmm. and who also makes me laugh until I pee and that means probably a comic and comics don't want that so mm. I'm kind of fucked but there might be a really dorky guy that makes you laugh until you and pee mm-hmm. I have That's learned sweet. there are funny people out there who aren't comics what yeah it's true <laughs> you ever listen to a story from your friends who are comics and you're like fucking kill me That's Sometimes. the cannabis world I have to just like shut my brain off oh. and just be like alright we're doing this they like my jokes though, so I appreciate <laughs> them. There's like a like a like a what's apt audience? What's yeah. one enraptured? Mm-hmm. Ah. Paying attention. It's yeah. uh, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And they're high too. So <laughs> you guys want to smoke? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Immediate. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we got Lucky 420 in the building. Where'd you buy these from? Um, they are one of our sponsors. They're all female run. Oh, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't find the joint. I was like, no. <gasps> oh god, panic. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they're really good. We're going to light it up. 
I'm just making sure that you have batch testing in here. That would be great. Oh, tell us more about that. You know, I'm in cannabis. Yeah. Yeah. you shouldn't smoke things that don't have uh, certificates of analysis and oh. test results. And how many brands do that? Because the weed industry is so unregulated right now, right? The so are there not regulated a lot? brands? Okay, the ones that if you see, and th- this is probably like a promotional one that they yeah. gave you, and they probably can produce COAs for this. I'm sure they can. Um, but it's a COA, you, a certificate of analysis. Oh, okay. Like the okay. the testing that they go through to make sure there's no pesticides, heavy oh, metals, yeah. you know, bad shit on there. Uh, yeah. You guys have heard about VapeGate, I'm assuming. Yes, yes. but. I, we haven't talked about yeah, it. And so for listeners, that. let's talk okay. about that. My Because I don't know everything. My sister, who's an ER doctor, texted me and was like, because she knew that I vaped, but I have vaped weed in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I just haven't in a while because I haven't bought any in a while. But she was like, don't smoke vapes. People are dying and we don't yeah. know why. This was like when it was first yeah. happening. All the ones that I do have, I Googled the like ingredients to see if it's organic or if what is it? The <clears throat> this is what's happening. Yeah. Y'all don't know what's in your vapes because they don't make you say it. The FDA is not regulating this shit. Uh, nicotine, I mean, they're just pulling tobacco plants that have been sprayed with pesticide oh and God. putting them in e-juice. So that's that's the vapor world out there that is uh, not my problem anymore, but I don't want them to die from this shit. Uh, with cannabis vapes, um, you're dealing with cutting agents that help uh, cut the viscosity of the concentrates, concentrated Mm. marijuana, so that it can percolate into a cartridge and you can vape it, you know? (laughs) And so (laughs) what I'm like, oh. So cutting agent is something like uh, to dilute it. Okay. So there's propylene glycol, there's uh, various shades of glycerin. Uh, MCT oil is the most popular one. Um, And then recently they've discovered people are using vitamin E acetate, which you might have heard of that ingredient before. It's in a lot of topicals and beauty products. Yeah, doesn't it say tocopherols when it's vitamin E or is it called something else? I'm not sure. Okay, but yeah, I've heard Um, about that. And nobody was testing for this because nobody thought anyone was going to use this in vapes. And these are illicit vapes that are putting vitamin E acetate in it. Anything like I run a shop and... uh, it, uh, anybody who has their stuff on our shelves has gone through vitamin E acetate testing because mm. we've sent them specifically to labs and mm. been like, if you don't produce this, we're not going to carry your shit. Because they isolated this as the bad thing. Oh, damn. damn. But were these companies aware that they were doing this? Yes, these are illicit, illegal companies. Okay. You, we previously called this the black market. We don't mm. refer to that anymore. We call it a, the unlicensed, unregulated, illicit market. Any oh. of those terms are acceptable. Is black market... Is that a racial, like, is that Why wrong did they to take say? that away? Yeah. It indicates uh, that there's a dark side to it that is is bad and lives in the shadows and that there's a, a white side that is uh, um, better somehow. Okay. But we want to all be in the same world. Got like, it. most of us have, like, I've been arrested for cannabis. I've been thrown in cuffs, like, I 11 times for it. Damn. And I'm from Florida. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and I'm hood. <laughs> Can't you tell? Um <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about. That's probably <laughs> well, I've so been smoking for six days straight. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the vape. So it's your they job. they took fifteen. Uh, this is CannaSafe. This is the testing facility we 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 toured. We love them. They're they're awesome. They took uh, fifteen illicit vapes, and thirteen of the fifteen tested for vitamin E acetate. Mm. Um, and one of them tested. It was like twenty percent THC, which is nice and high. 35% vitamin E acetate. Fuck. And 
Uh, furthermore, ah. many of them tested for pesticides that are dangerous. Uh, Michelobutanol is the biggest one. 50 times the legal limit of Michelobutanol. Um, you might recognize that one. That one is in a, a pesticide called Eagle 20 mm. and, uh, and Neem. And it, when heated up, it, it, it turns into hydrogen cyanide. So, That's but not in tiny amounts. People. I mean, it's yeah. not good for you. Yeah. It's not good for your lungs. What was killing people was the vitamin E acetate because okay. it coagulates in your lungs and clogs and causes pneumonia, which will then kill you. Um, and then another one was piperonal butoxide, which they found 26 times legal limit. That's like fog bomb material. Mm-hmm. So they're putting, spraying that on plants and like you need this much plant to make this much concentrate of, you know, oh, so you're, man. even if you tested pot, like and you passed it in the, cannabis form in the dry form once you've concentrated it it's concentrated mm, so damn. yeah these people just didn't give a shit what was happening damn. to anyone's bodies and furthermore the cartridges themselves are testing for metals like lead the disposable <gasps> ones are having solder uh Whoa. you know inhaled into them so if ah. you guys i can advise you now if you want to keep vaping there are safe vaporizers uh any legal licensed shop and you can look on the bcc's website to see if it's a legal licensed shop and um ask for a coa when you go in a certificate of analysis and if they cannot provide that for you do not purchase that product for that specific brand ask for the CEO any way. any brand any brand okay. any brand in the whole shop yeah if you are a licensed shop anything you're receiving a manifest for has a coa okay. or you can't carry it legally mm-hmm. okay. so that's how you can weed out <laughs> and make sure you're, you're being safe and furthermore make sure your 510 thread battery the battery that goes with the cartridge uh has a button on it so that you don't uh you're not like um susceptible to the solder or the heavy oh. metal so. as in it goes you're, well, it only works when you press the button. Right. So you're controlling yeah. it on and off. And they typically okay. need five clicks on, five clicks off. Yeah. It can be variable temperature. To, that's not, mm. doesn't matter, but it needs to have a button on it. Damn. Damn. Yeah, that's scary. That fact I just learned at the Emerald Cup this weekend. There wow. was a lot of really great sessions there. Cool. Mm-hmm. Would you consider yourself a witch? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because it seems like it. You're gaining so much wisdom. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a huge part of witchcraft is just is gaining wisdom. I, w- I used to be like deep into Wicca. <gasps> oh. Cool. And then like some bad shit happened and I was like, well, I was unable to protect myself. So I got to stop this. Oh, you know? shit. Okay. Wait, mm. let's back it up. <laughs> How did you get into Wicca? What was that experience like? And then I want to hear about the dark stuff, if, if it's okay. How did I get into Wicca? Um, I've always been weird <laughs> and uh, like Jewish by blood, but not by tradition or anything. Like mm-hmm. you know, little Hanukkah, Latkes kind of thing. Um, and somebody showed me like a pentagram one day and I didn't understand what it was. And I, so I logged on AOL. Uh, I know I'm dating myself Robot. here. <laughs> and was looking at that stuff and then I went and talked to my mom about it and she apparently was already into Wicca which is obvious like it passes down generationally cool. Damn. And, um, and then I traveled to Texas and felt a, a ghost uh, shaking my bed and I told my great aunt about it and she uh, got an amethyst from my cousin to give to me and I was like oh y'all are a bunch of witches <laughs> so what? it's like all all up in the family apparently cool. I had no but you idea. had no idea I had no idea were um, they like closeted witches or um they were just like just quiet subtle. about it because like my mom's a hippie but she doesn't wear like rings and sh- i think if it sh- if she were a jewelry <laughs> person i would have known sooner mm. because that's typically how you identify yourself totally like people that wear crosses or like crystals or yeah, what yeah like hamsa or something yeah. yeah so um i feel like i used to wear a lot of chunky jewelry and that was my way of being like I'm against the norm. I'm with Hell yeah. yeah. So, and I was like casting spells and trying to like, you know, harm none, do what you will and yeah. be all good and stuff. That's amazing. Did you see your spells work? Yeah, I did. What did you do? What kind of spells? Um, I cast a spell on a friend for awareness. 
Oh. I asked her permission first. Mm, um, cool. And she got out of a bad relationship because <gasps> she was able to see like, oh, that, this, is, that. this person is not good for me. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't protect myself. So right when I was like really getting into Wicca, I, I got raped. And uh, it was, yeah, it wasn't like a, you know, hold you down, choke you kind of rape, but it was definitely a date rape that Mm -hmm. um, he apologized for later in life. Wow. But I ended up like cutting all my hair off and dyeing it black and going like goth for a while. So I got into a different kind of Wicca. It was about um, being alone and Mm. being, I see why witches lived in the woods. This is probably (laughs) every witch in history probably was raped at some point. Um, And I just kind of secluded myself and became like celibate and sober and, and focused on, on witchcraft. Um, and then slowly I came out of it. I moved to New York city. I was dancing. Uh, I was training at um, Broadway as a tapper. That's so cool. Wow. Yeah. And then, oh um, God. yeah, I'm, cla- I'm classically trained my That's whole life. Awesome. You've had so many lives. I know. <laughs> I'm a psychopath <laughs> and they're all rattling around in there somewhere. And, You're uh, tapping around. <laughs> The tapping brought me out of all of that. And mm. I came back to life and oh, my like blonde that. hair grew back out. Wow. And uh, I was dating again and yeah. you know, kind of healing. But do you feel like that dark period of your life was vital, was important? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It made me see like what could happen if I give up. Mm. And that's, I felt that mm. slip right when I broke up with uh, my ex mm-hmm. recently. I felt that darkness kind of co- start to consume me mm-hmm. and I couldn't get out of bed and I was just like, let it take me. And I was thinking suicidal, you know, stuff. Mm-hmm. And then like something snapped and I was just like, I can't go back to that place. Cause like, you know what it's like. Yeah. yeah. I can't live in that darkness anymore. I've been there. I've been in mm-hmm. the darkness. It's yeah. So oh yeah. Ooh, it's bad. And yeah, but even still I'll have days where it's like dark again. I'm like, f- and it reminds me like, fuck I remember when every day was like this mm-hmm. and I'm even though it sucks to feel now I'm so grateful that I don't have it every day anymore mm-hmm. and that's an active choice yeah oh yeah oh, sometimes is a choice a hard choice to make because it it takes a lot of energy to yes. to want to pull yourself out of the darkness but yeah I think it's an addiction just like any drug we were just Sadness. talking about that mm. yeah like choosing you can choose it you can get off on it like sometimes when I like, it can become comfortable plan, yeah and, and you like you know, say something bad about yourself and like curl up in a ball and you're like, my friends are out having fun without me. Fuck them. I'm happy you're here. You're like punishing yourself. Mm-hmm. And like, I, f- I get that from my father. And I, I feel that in me that I want that. Cause he does that to himself. Yeah. And he did that yeah. To okay. He's just super depressed. I don't really know him mm-hmm. very well, but he's super depressed. Okay. And I, he just lives in Florida being weird, doing the same thing every day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, make sure that I don't even order the same thing when I go to a restaurant. That's how badly I don't want to be like him. Mm. And I take different routes home all the time. Like I'm constantly like fucking up my life Mm. so that I never get settled and I never let that sadness and that apathy wash over me again. Yeah. You know, got to stay clean. Mm. I think that, um, it's about awareness like you were doing for your friend and acceptance is kind of what I've come to learn with my depression or going through trauma and being in a dark time. Um, is, that it just it I I'm I've learned to accept it like I because it can be so hard to crawl out of the hole sometimes that I don't even think I'm meant to yet mm-hmm. like that was something for me to learn that okay like there may just be a dark time for a while and um when you accept it then it's just not as hard at least because you're not yeah. struggling yeah then eventually I get out. I have actually Rachel and I both have a friend right now who's also going through a divorce. And I asked him recently, like, what's what's the one thing you've you've learned or gathered from this? And he was like, 
it's so much easier when I just accept that it sucks Mm -hmm. and stop trying to change it because it's going to suck and it's going to end. My therapist says, uh, let yourself cry. Because even in sessions with her, I'm like, I fight it when it Mm -hmm. comes. And she's like, let it out, Mm -hmm. let it out. And I'm like, I'm so tired of crying because Mm -hmm. I don't think that he's crying at all. Oh, you are quoting me from my eight year breakup. (laughs) Like everything. And I went through it fast too. Mm-hmm. I went through and I got under a lot of people yeah. too, <laughs> which helped. It really How did. How long ago was this? About two years ago. Are you still doing a bunch of that? Or are you with? No, I'm good. I'm, I'm level. I've leveled out okay. to just a few. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> one plus. I'm in an open relationship, but like mainly one. Are one. you? Yeah. Yeah. That's Not been suggested one. to me many times. Are you a Scorpio? I'm an Aries. Okay. Oh, um, my moon is Aries. I'm a... Obviously, gonna be wrecked from getting cheated on so much, yeah, and like not really knowing when it started because I've had like Instagram oh, you girls don't have, message you don't... me and apologize for affairs that they've had. Oh, with him. oh um, wow. that's on him, dude. Oh, for sure. But like, Fuck. how that's am I gonna so trust? It? Like, it took me so yeah. long to trust him because I had been in a an abusive marriage before him, mm. and before that was abused by many adults in my life. Mm-hmm. It took so long to trust him, and he just. Broke it. Damn. All that work, that 30 years of work, Mm. and I'm I'm fucked again. I have to, like, rebuild from scratch and, like, learn how to trust somebody. And, like, the Mm -hmm. last guy, I dated a guy for two months recently, mostly just because I wanted to, like, not be a slut, (laughs) which is fine. It's fine to be a slut. I'm leaning into it now. Um, But I was like, let me just lock in this one dick, you know. Uh, He was not right for me, but he was very close by. I could walk to his house. (laughs) Dick on demand. That's what I call it. Yeah, D.O.D. Great dick. Yeah, great. And I like him. (laughs) We're still friends. Um, It didn't work out, obviously. And it was like every time he'd get a text, I would like look away from his phone because I was like, I'm not going to be that bitch. That's like, Mm. who's texting you? You know, whatever. And we were just like dating. We weren't like boyfriend, Mm -hmm. girlfriend. Um, And I feel like I'm going to be weird about that. Yeah. With every guy for a while. That's understandable. The the ex that you know, I think you know this from before, but Mm -hmm. he cheated on me with a guy sending sexy pictures. And like it took me no exaggeration five years this is my next relationship I'm in it now and it was like it took me so I'm not saying this to discourage you well that was like a more monumental relationship for you because it was like that's your first true. big one that's true first love for the first and time. first time I had sex yes. yeah I wasn't but, gonna call it out if you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. everyone knows uh-huh. but yeah it was like it that one fucked me yeah maybe that is why it was like so hard to come yeah. back from. my first sexual sexual experience with a guy he broke my heart and I think it wouldn't have been so bad if I hadn't given my virginity to him. Yeah. Damn. Fucking asshole. <laughs> Damn. It's all right. He didn't make me come. Okay. Damn. Good. <laughs> I was just talking about my first orgasm the other day. Do you remember yours? Oh, I remember my first like really good one that was internal and external. Before that, I could do it myself all the time. Really? Like externally. Yeah. I mm. never could. And I'm not prude, but, but I just couldn't do it. Mm. But my first one was in the back of a Trans Am at midnight. <laughs> Oh, in Florida, Florida <laughs> in an industrial park, one leg out the car. No. And oh my God. this Canadian dude was like going to town on me down there. And it just started happening. And my body was like shaking. <gasps> and both of us were like, what's happening? And I was like, I don't know, but don't stop what you're doing. Yes. Uh, and then like he sat up and he was like, what was that? <laughs> like, obviously he was a virgin. Too, oh, you know? oh my God. What was that? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. And then I... <laughs> 
called my brother and asked him what had happened, and he was like, "Oh, you came! Oh my, your <laughs> brother had yeah. to tell you yeah. that you yeah. came! Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Damn! Yeah. I was gonna tell my mom so like, funny. oh, by the way, I wasn't at Michelle's house. I, I was, was in a trans am, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> getting <laughs> one leg out. Wow! Yeah, that reminds me of freshman year of college. I visited my friend uh, at oh my gosh, not Elon, but some school in North Carolina, and hooked up with this guy in a frat. It was so South Carolina in the in the front of his truck. And I was sitting on top of him, facing him. He was sitting in the driver's seat and I was holding a gun what? in my head. To his head? He what? No, not to his head. That would I be I don't amazing. know what you're thinking. Oh no, just like holding it. It wasn't loaded, but I, he had a gun. He was like a like you know, Redneck? Southern. Yeah, yeah, I didn't want to say it, but mm-hmm. he was a Southern dude and Damn. he was hot, but it was like, yeah, it was all for the experience. But and why just, did you hold the gun? Like, cause was it, it was hot. It felt like oh. powerful. Damn. I don't like guns, but that was a hot moment. <laughs> <laughs> I would be so scared. I'm thinking about getting a gun. I'm too accident prone. Cause it's just me and I live with Nicole Amy Schreiber. Well, but you yeah. have that huge dog. Yeah, but he's a pussy. Oh, he barks, but that's it. He's a sweet boy. If you just like pet him, he's like, oh, okay, cool. Which is good. I like that he's a sweet boy. Guys, I'm high. I've been okay. smoking for six days. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just smoked Speaking to tolerate my assistant. <laughs> six days with the same bitch. I was oh like, I'm going to kill you. And her birthday was Sunday, so I had to do whatever she wanted. <laughs> so she just got drunk all day, and I was like, oh, oh you sloppy bitch. She ended up throwing her phone at my face by accident. Oh, I have a boy. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So, no, it looks like I, eyeshadow. I yelled actually. at her and then she cried and yeah. Well, that oh. wasn't on her actual birthday. I would never do that. Damn. Okay. Yeah. So that's, I hate busy drunk week. people. <laughs> it has been a it's been Thank a very you. busy week. Yeah, high people are so much more manageable at a party. Yeah, I kept telling them please just smoke, but like sh- they both just got super super drunk and one of them was crying. And then this one, I was like, just give me the phone. And then she chucked it at my fucking face. Oh, man. I don't do well with violence because it's very triggering for me. So I ended up speaking very harshly to her Mm. because it's like something comes over me and I'm just like, you cannot do that. You cannot be physical with me. Mm, Setting boundaries. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Yes. I'm learning my triggers as I go. And Mm. um, like... Sometimes I cause my own triggers. Do you have that? Yes. That was new for me. And it was like a whole, like, it was like That's inception. Part of that, like, like what? You want to feel bad. Mm. Oh. That's that sadness. But mm. it was like coming from a place of love because I was actually touching my partner, like patting his leg. And then that audio of that is something that happened in my attack. So I heard it as if I was hearing what happened mm. and had PTSD. And it was just like a loving moment that got ruined. You but didn't I do that was intentionally. No, I, thought I you didn't were saying, do it intentionally. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. I discovered that was a trigger. Mm. I was doing the motion naturally as a, you know, to my love. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't have any um, rape triggers, fortunately. That's good. I have like weird emotional stuff. May I ask like, how I'm good? May I ask how you like came back from that personally, spiritually, you know? Or you mean it, I when had she sex with him th- again? Really? Of my volition. Mm. Like taking the power yeah, in your... Yeah. yeah. He, I had known him for a really long time. Mm. Um, he'd wanted me for a really long time all through mm. high school and stuff. And I just... It was constant no, thank you, mm. drive through. Um, he was hot. He just won my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. And he finally got his way at, after a party that we went to together. Mm. And then like a year went by and I was dating uh, this nice Jewish boy. And we were on <laughs> a break and I called this guy and I was like... Hey, let's let's do that again. He was like, "Fuck yeah!" Mm. And that that was my way of being like, "I decided this. I'm happened. choosing Dude, to do this. I get that. I totally get this." I had a Rachel knows a story. I had an incident happen 
uh, with someone like a few years ago and I called him out on it. He knew it was wrong. Mm -hmm. I hate seeing him. I don't want to talk to him, whatever. But sometimes I run into him and like sh very shortly after we like still had like an inside joke and like mm. it was about Starburst. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to get you a Starburst the next time I see you. And then it was like around Valentine's Day and he's very like manipulative and flirty. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I didn't and I gave him a Starburst the next time I saw him and I didn't get why. I did that while it was happening. Mm -hmm. And then once I had a little space, I knew that I was trying to do that exact thing of mm -hmm. like making it okay. And like, oh, you know what? I'm going to give him a Starburst to say like, mm. it's okay. And I forgive you. And like, but yeah, Take that was, power back. yeah, that was, I guess my way of doing that. I, um, married that guy. Wow. Oh, that was the first. Wow. It was like Stockholm syndrome, -y and yeah. he was uh, uh, regretful mm. and sorry mm. um, and wonderful for a while. And then every time I tried to break up with him, he would threaten to kill himself, hold mm. a, hold a knife to his wrist. Fuck. <clears throat> so then I married him because my family was like, "You're unbearable." This is I had so much trauma untreated mm. um, that I was just angry all the time. Mm -hmm. I still kind of am, and he tempered me. And um, kept control over me. And after we got married, then it started to get, to get violent. Yeah. And it was always me, like, we'd have a fight and I'd try to leave and he would restrain me. That's the mm. kind of violence it was. And I would fight back because I got beat by my stepdad and my stepmom. Mm. And I'm, like, not the person you want to fuck with, you know, physically. But he's bigger and stronger and uh, usually drunk and wanted me there. Like, sometimes he'd let my dog loose outside on a busy street to make <gasps> sure that I would go get him and bring him back home. Oh. It was very manipulative, very... Mm. I, It was a, a bad life, and he'd like to upset me until I cried, and mm. then he was turned on. Ew. So, like, sex after that was oh. very, like, weird for me. I, I, I didn't <clears throat> I didn't understand it. Um, That's abusive. Yes, yeah. it's definitely yeah. abusive. And I got out of that marriage at the same time that my, my stepdad, my first abuser, died. And I, like... I had a psychotic break and I had the strength to leave him because I finally felt safe for the first time. Mm. And my stepdad died. Uh, we left him when I was 10 and I was 27 when he died and he lived uh, 20 miles away from us across the country from where mm. we had had him. Mm -hmm. um, and he had current pictures of us and pictures of my whole life uh, in his apartment and a picture of us uh, in the family in his wallet. So that means every time I thought somebody was watching me, <gasps> somebody was watching me. Mm. Oh. His his daughter is my little sister, and he just followed us around mm. our whole fucking lives. So mm. when he died, I was like, I don't need this protector who's not even protecting me mm. anyway. Mm. And um, I left him, and he's fine now. He's got a family. Okay. And he seems happy and good for him. Yeah. Uh, and I You're met a fucking warrior. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I just get crushed. Uh, and just try to pick myself back up. But you like you're here and you're yeah, doing and a you have lot. So much spirit and like you're saying yes to things. And I'm uh, I don't know if you see it now, but I'm so like happy for you to be out of both of those relationships. Yeah. Even though I'm sure it's so fucking hard right now. It's very hard. But I'm seeing how eclipsed I was by mm. by his shine. I, mm. I stopped shining myself, and mm -hmm. there's a reason he was attracted to me initially, and why mm. we were together for so long. 
and I let that go. And now mm. that I know for sure, like I want a family and this is what I want in a partner. And I want someone who pays attention to me when I talk and isn't always on their phone and mm. isn't an influencer, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. It's, and, and one of the guys I'm dating, I told him that and he was like, listen, I need Instagram for my business. And I was like, okay, I respect that, but like, don't live on it. Yeah. You know? And, and I was trained, like he would get his phone out and I would stop talking in the middle of a sentence or like just step out of frame mm. or offer to take it or help him write a caption. Like it was, that character was our whole life yeah. and we all put all our eggs in that basket. Cause Damn. I was like, I loved him so much. I was like, he's going to be famous. We're going to have so much money. Mm. I'm going to put this effort into him. You know, I stopped doing stand up. Mm. I stopped exercising as much. I stopped dancing and like, I got a dog because I wanted a kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the dog is new. He's a year. Okay. Year okay. Yeah, so puppy. This is, he was already cheating when we got the dog. I didn't wow. Know so the cheating started after the marriage? Yeah. What the fuck? Although I don't know. Could have been prior. Could have been yeah. before. I don't uh, know. Uh, but I know we had six years of like, he was obsessed with my body. Mm. We had sex all the time. And we were best friends and we were together all the time. And then we got married. And then shortly after I got married, I got diagnosed with PCOS. And the doctor was basically saying What's like... What's that? Um, polycystic, polycystic ovary syndrome. Oh, okay. She's like, you might have trouble getting pregnant. And I was like, well, I don't want kids anyway. But deep inside, I was like, well, now that you're telling me I can't. Mm. And like, that's when the dynamic... I'll take the fault in this. And in, in the relationship, mm. the dynamic, dynamic switched because I realized I wasn't living my own life. And I tried really hard to throw myself into him. I would like drive him and his friends to raves and drop them off or pick them up if they wanted you to were ride. Just You're the, cool the mom. Super I was cool mom. Yeah. Toting and I'm five years older than him. Wife. I was his fucking wife. Wife. wife right. Oh my God. And uh, he stopped wearing his ring out. And I was like, oh, what's that about? And he's like, I just am afraid I'll lose it or whatever. And then he started teaching DJs like teaching people how to DJ more and more. And I was like, you're kind of an amateur yourself. This is, doesn't, you know, really match up. But I was like, all right, whatever. And by that point, obviously I was so checked out. Mm. Like, and I, I studied forensic linguistics in college. I was studying to be an FBI interrogator. Oh, that's that is insane. so cool. Yeah, cool. I didn't go through with that track because I have, I'm too emotional. So I just mm. went like strict linguistics and learned a bunch of languages. And then I got a computer science degree. So I was going to go tech with it. Cause that's less like, looking at rapists yeah. and murders and stuff. Yeah. But I had all the techniques, how to spot liars, how to get information out of people. So, and we went two weeks with me thinking that he was breaking up with me because I was aloof mm. and let my body go and he mm. wasn't attracted to me anymore and that I, I wanted a family and he couldn't give that to me. And then I caught him on the phone with his girlfriend. Mm. <gasps> and <laughs> after that, I just <laughs> got in his face and got all the information out of him mm -hmm. about that that affair. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's when I was like, okay, you get out. Because those two weeks he slept next to me in the bed while I cried oh, at thinking his Thinking that you did something. Wow. Yes. Like, or you weren't that good enough. That I pushed enough. him away, that I was ugly and fat and disgusting mm -hmm. and no one would want me. I just cried myself mm -hmm. to sleep every night. I couldn't eat, couldn't do anything. Um, and then after I found out about that, I was like, oh, you get out. Yeah. You get out now. And yeah. I was still sad. He'd come over and pack and I would verbally abuse him uh, pretty bad. And he would take it and cry with me as I cried because Ugh. he loved me. I know that he did. I have no doubt that he loved me. And now we don't speak. Mm -hmm. I had to see him a few weeks ago when we filed for divorce. He sat across from me for three hours. The only thing I said to him was, you're paying that fee. Good for you. Mm -hmm. Wow. Oof. 
Help, help, I need help reading this ad. <laughs> Leah, it's better help. Oh. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Yeah, that's why we have this podcast. Exactly, <laughs> life. We all need a little bit of help, and that's where better help comes in. That's better help, H-E-L-P. They are an online service that will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they can make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. And the service is available for clients worldwide, so anyone listening to this can check them out and get the help that they need. Exactly. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. So if you are interested, go to betterhelp.com slash basicwitches. That's better H-E-L-P, and join the over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Yes, and when you visit betterhelp.com slash basicwitches, you're going to get rewarded with 10% off your first month. We want to help you get better help. Now back to the show. I mean, it sounds like very relatable for me. I lost myself in my relationship. I put my ex on a pedestal. Mm -hmm. I got him directing gigs. I pushed for him, like even though I was on the same career path. Um, and I saw him as so much more capable just, but I had the same capabilities then as I do now, you know, plus experience now, but like, I just wasn't seeing it and Mm -hmm. I was putting others first in relationships. So I, I think that you and me and a lot of women can relate to that. And the thing it brings me back to is you talking about a line of dick waiting out the door, like a queue line, like dick is cheap. Pussy is God. And I just feel like so many women need to know that so much dick. I had no idea, but like we are amazing and we get, we get, we miss it by focusing on guys because we were conditioned Mm -hmm. to be like that. Yeah. And it's so not like the eternal truth of like the beings here. Mm hmm. Don't you guys agree? <laughs> Definitely. I yeah. didn't know about the line of dick because people were respectful of my marriage. That's I think good. it's so funny mm, that but everybody was respectful of my marriage except my husband. <gasps> oh, oh, my God. So, but yeah, once it was, I was single, uh, a few people crept in. And, and then uh, when they met, saw me in person, they were like, oh, you need some time. And <laughs> oh, <laughs> one of them, I have had a crush on him for five years and vice versa. That was, I met up with him like two weeks after the breakup. And he was like looking at my face and I could see he was just like, yeah, she's, yeah, she's going through it right now. Yeah, and he was like, he texted me later. He was like, wanted to kiss you, but uh, <laughs> let's give it a few weeks, hey? And he talked to me through, you know. So yes, now yeah. we're like fucking around. Yeah. Like Wait, nice. So where did stand up start with all of this? <clears throat> stand up started so um, in Florida, right? The night I met my um, second ex husband. Wow. <laughs> so night. Oh I'm not gosh. naming him. I'm not yeah, naming him. you don't need to. Uh, y'all know who he is. He, I was going through the first divorce and on my way to grad school in like three weeks, I'd already like had my roommates and everything picked out. I was going to Seattle and it was my escape from my first Mm ex-husband. I was like, good, I get to leave the fucking state. I get to go do my own master's degree and yada, yada, yada. And, um, a friend fell off the wagon Mm. and needed me to pick him up at uh, the funky Buddha lounge. It's Mm. a comedy club slash, you know, hookah lounge in Boca Raton, Florida. And I was mad at him for falling off the wagon Mm. and it was open mic night. So I was like, I'm going to like just, a movie right now. Okay. I was like, I'm just going to pick one of these. And <laughs> like, fl- it, I was just going to flirt with him in front of this guy to make him jealous and, and be like, tighten up and stop drinking or I'm mm-hmm. never going to do this again. 
And uh, it happened to be, you know, this ex-husband. And he was, um, that my friend was actually wanting me to come do the open mic for a long time because he was like, you're really funny. You should do comedy. Mm. I didn't know what comedy was. I grew up without television. I didn't understand what stand-up oh, was. Wow. So I'm watching this and I was like heckling, I guess, now that I think about it <laughs> because I didn't understand. And like, it, they'll reference it now. Like, yeah, you heckled on the first year, first ever That's comedy funny. show. But um I ended up talking to him after, you know, my ex after the, the show and, and hitting on him and being like, oh, you're new to town. You want to smoke some weed? So a couple of days later, we're on a date at the same comedy club because, of course, he's yeah. a 22-year-old, just right. graduated graduated from college, just a hot 27-year-old. He's hitting on him. Yeah. She's like, I have three weeks to fuck you before I go to grad school. And he was like, this is fucking perfect. Yeah. And I was like six-packing, like bang a body, you know? Yeah. So, um... We went to my car and we were smoking weed and then you hear like knock, knock, knock on the door, on the window and it's a cop. And like, I'm not new to this. Like I said, I've been putting cups yeah. 11 times. I was just like, oh man. And I like rolled the window oh, down and I was like, how you doing officer? <laughs> uh, and he was like, step out of the vehicle. And I was like, ah, you're going to be one of those. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I was chill throughout the whole thing. I really didn't think he was going to book me, but he was training a rookie. Damn. Damn. So he had to book Couldn't me. make an exception. And then uh, I had to go to court and then take a class. And then my mom was really fucking mad at me. So she was like, I'm not paying for your flight. I'm not paying for your mm. books. I'm not, da, da, da. So I deferred acceptance to grad school. Oh, my gosh. Um, also, in that interim, I was getting off of an antipsychotic that they put me on right after my stepdad died. And I didn't wean off of it. I abruptly stopped it mm-hmm. and nearly killed myself. So that was a fun thing I was going through too. And I crawled out of that. That was not, I'm not a suicidal person by nature. That was definitely the Luvox that did that to me. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, <clears throat> I told my ex, I was like, listen, I'm, I'm not going to grad school after all. You want to keep fucking? And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, and I was like, okay. And then to spend time with him, I had to go to Mike's. So I was going to these mics all the time and um, eventually I got up because mm-hmm. his friends were like, you should go up. And then I started doing comedy. So I, now that I think about it, I don't know if I fell in love with him or comedy. Oh, or he just was there. Like at symbiotic. The yeah. I do believe he was supposed to guide me because he doesn't even really do stand up anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was me that quickly became like way more into stand up. I'm a mm-hmm. writer. And like, mm-hmm. this is it. after like the third time on stage, I was like, fuck, this is what I've been supposed to be doing this whole time. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I took a break right after the, the wedding and it just turned into a longer break. I was doing like five shows a year maybe. And it wasn't giving me the same joy. Mm. And then I don't know the, the my first thought after we broke up was like, I got to get back on stage. And it's like mostly it was mostly about him and it was very angry. Mm. Um, it was Fair. doing pretty well. And then I <laughs> had to take a break because of the eggs and yeah. then I got bronchitis, you know, so I'm coming back now. to 2020. 2020. It's going to yeah. be weird shit. I'm, I don't want to do just about him anymore. Yeah. 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 I want to do what I'm what I'm going through and what my life is like. Hell yeah. As a 30 something. Yeah. Twice divorced. <laughs> piece of shit. See, there's material there. <laughs> You'll find something. Uh-huh. Can't wait. Wait, uh, do you know what your other signs are? So your Aries, what else? You know, someone sent me this shit. The other <laughs> it's day. okay if you don't remember. <laughs> uh, my moon is Venus. <clears throat> no. Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> Rachel just, I just looked at Rachel like, oh shit, how do we tell her? Can't be Venus. <laughs> your moon be. can't be Venus. No. Something is Venus. A rising. Yeah, okay. No, Something. it's okay. Setting, <laughs> waxing. We'll figure it. We'll out. figure it out. I'm yeah. so sorry. That's okay. Do I have still, been. You, do you still good. practice like witchcraft or occasionally? Okay. I definitely do like the thoughts okay. and the manifestations. Um, oh. I don't like put myself in a circle and like recite anything anymore. But I definitely <laughs> like. 
I don't know if I'm if I'm passing like an accident that just happened. All like good vibes, like mm. healing vibes. Like please let them be okay, let them live, mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's not a God thing. It's not a praying thing. It's definitely like a Wiccan thing. Cool. I'm, like calling on the earth to like mm-hmm. take care of her babies. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'm, love that. I'm into. I have like a big tree tattoo on my back. I like, oh, fucking cool. love trees. Yeah, I'm super like into nature and shit. I mean, I was thinking about that while driving the other day, just how nature is so powerful and how it's interesting. We all pretty much agree she's she's a she, mm-hmm. mother nature. Mm-hmm. And yet then we made up or humans made up like a man in the sky to try to be beyond that. Mm-hmm. But like what we truly know, like what we have evidence for, the most powerful being we know is mother nature. Mm-hmm. And it's a fucking woman. Pussy is God. <laughs> Pussy is God. I love that. I'm going to say that. Dick is cheap. But like, I, I, there's a lot of allies out there. I like you, but like, sorry, fuck. A lot of fucking men suck mm-hmm. and have hurt me mm-hmm. and you and yeah, other and women. Me, yeah. So it's like, men ain't shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've discovered recently. Men ain't shit. <laughs> there's always another one. Yeah, I like that. I do nicer. just feel a disclaimer to say because I'm dating a nice one that I really like. I am learning that there are nice ones out there. Well, I, I just feel That's like I have saying. to say I'm yeah. dating a couple that I like. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah right. It's but like, for the most part, yeah, men ain't shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not dating any mean ones anymore. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm never like super impressed by a man. I mean, I won't say never. I won't say never. But but women, I'm like amazed by what we can fucking do and hold and grow through and conjure like. But men, I'm just like, can you please do a better job? job. <laughs> on, I'm, I'm speaking in generalities. Sure. Like on the whole, I have a lot of strong ally mm-hmm. men in my life that Me I too. love. Okay. Mm-hmm. But like, let's be yeah. real. Yeah. On the whole, we can say that. Yeah. On the whole. But I'm the yeah. only one saying it. <laughs> what do you want me to repeat the exact words? No, I just want you to agree. We're nodding our heads. I, like, I okay, love it. Okay. I'm, setting, yeah. I'm setting boundaries. I'm yeah. learning my deal breakers and like my must haves. Obviously, must have is they got to want kids one day. Mm. And like you deal breakers that? are like heavy drinking. I can't tolerate. I won't mm. tolerate. I evidently, I have a big problem with drinking. Mm. I hardly drink myself. Uh, and I, my therapist the other day was like, every time you tell a story about something, you're, you tell me how many drinks someone had. Whoa. And she's like, you have an obsession with alcohol. My dad's an alcoholic. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know him, but like, I know that's in me and like my brother's an alcoholic and you probably are just innately count. Like you're aware of how many yeah, drinks you have. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's protecting scary. yourself. I'm protecting yeah. myself. Yeah. And, yeah I don't exactly. like it. And I was drinking heavily a little bit while I was dating this guy. I was like, maybe I can get into this. And I just felt like shit all the time. I was like, mm. no, nah, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Into it's this. not good for me either. And it makes you like, I keep learning bad that. and mean and mm. different and weird. And, and cry. Yeah. But like, I like that I'm setting these hard boundaries. Like I just got this IUD. Mm-hmm. Everyone I'm dating was very excited about that. <laughs> and I was like, cool, cool, cool. Let's see your COA. <laughs> yeah. You guys know what COAs are now. Yeah. Right. Like, go get that STD test. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly uh, what I do with partners. One of them, I told him to do it and he like eight hours later he texted me a picture of a cotton ball in his arm he was like you're good we're, we're doing it i'll wow. tell you the results in a minute and another one just came in yesterday he sent me his test results that's awesome i, I need to see coas yeah. on my weed and on my dick, on my dick. <laughs> and got, on my food i've gotten the same arm picture with the cotton ball oh have from, you? from partners okay, yeah because i make them do the same thing yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and i do it too like 
never never too safe, you know? This what? IUD is very precious, and you don't get to use it unless you've been vetted. Exactly. <laughs> Where's your manifest? Have you paid I your excise tax? I told my man I want to be thanked every single time after we have sex because I'm the one carrying the load of preventing a baby carrying from happening. <laughs> I mean, uh, you should be thanked. They usually thank me via text now that I think about it. Okay, That's good. Funny. Either it's thanks for a great night or, or oh, okay. thanks for all that that you did. As it should be. all that that you did. <laughs> I, I go all out sometimes if I'm if I really like them you know i love it yeah i keep yeah i must connect with you on my aries moon to your aries because i'm like you seem like a scorpio you seem just like me why is that like a sexual thing yeah, yeah. i've always been very and sexual. and like powerful my with family it is. yeah mm. i've always been like known what i wanted and and you know except for like a brief period where i was like don't touch me mm. yeah. i'm yeah. like no this is what i like this is what i want to do and like, no, please don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. A lot of, I mean, I had to learn how to be brave enough to say that. Mm-hmm. I, I used to be really ashamed, but I had a sexual revolution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I World's think, going through one of our own. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I think it's good that I was abused when I was a kid because I don't take any shit now. And mm-hmm. like my best friend when I was little, her dad was a drunk who hit her. And my mm-hmm. dad was, my stepdad was just a psycho. Mm-hmm. So like she always knew when hers was going to be violent. Mm-hmm. And we looked exactly the same from the back. Long blonde hair, like <gasps> skinny girls, exactly Whoa. the same. And one day I was walking up the stairs in her house and her dad backhanded me no. up the head. <laughs> and I turned around and went, don't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Because I was like, it's hit so much. It was just like, not now. <laughs> Wait, was he doing it as a joke or he thought no, that No, no, he were... was drunk and hitting his kid. Oh, uh, she always hot. knew like to go hide in her room and lock the door at a certain time because yeah. he'd get home from work and start Fuck. drinking and then he's going to get violent. Yeah. And I was like, you're so lucky that you know when that's happening because my stepdad, something would just like skitter across his gaze and then it was like, oh shit, <laughs> here he goes. So I was always jealous of that. But I'm I'm the person like, if you hit me, I'm going to say, don't fucking do that. Good. I'm tired Good. of it. Yeah. No more yeah. hitting, no more knives, you know. Yeah, I didn't always speak up for myself and I've definitely gotten more like direct and some people don't like it, but it, it's also like whatever. Do they call <laughs> yeah. you East Coast? I always get yeah. that. Are you from yeah. New York? You must be from New York. Because you're direct. Yeah. 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 I love the, I love East Coast people though. Yeah. I love direct. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm Florida through and through, yeah. but I did live in New York a long time when I was training as a dancer. So there's that vibe in there, you know? Yeah. But I like New York just because they'll tell you to your face like what's going on. Mm-hmm. That's why if I dating someone who's a good communicator out here, I'm like, oh, fuck, you got to We got to be together. <laughs> <laughs> you got to oh, text yeah. me everything that you're thinking. Yeah. I just love it when someone tells me like, I don't really want to do that. This is what I like to do. I'm like, yes. Yeah. I love, Thank you. I love decisiveness and I love um uh, directness. Yes, like agreed. I don't need any fluff. I want to get straight to the point of mm-hmm. what whatever is the emotion or the thing that's happening. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. the issue. Yeah, I, I like it. Like I like it's an card itinerary. Time. <gasps> yeah. Are we gonna do tarot? <laughs> I was just saying I like an itinerary, cards. and you were like, "It's card time." Oh, <laughs> next up on the itinerary. Cool. <laughs> yeah, Rach, this is you. Yes. Okay. These are goddess guidance cards. Have you had your cards read? Not for a long time. Okay. Mm. But you're used to tarot? Yeah. Okay. Did you see a psychic or what did you, how did you have your cards read? No, my best friend Jessica oh, did cool. it before my breakup. Oh, oh, okay. So like months or a longer ago breakup. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's been a, some months. Was that, did that give you any clarity? Was it spot on or anything? Uh, I changed jobs. Wow. When she did the tarot. Wow. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I've been thinking about it. That was a sign I needed. Awesome. At that point, though, like any, like someone could have just breathed in my face. You know, and been like, <laughs> that's a, a sign. sign. I'm not supposed to be here anymore. <laughs> it's halitosis. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting to me. 
ah, I thought this right. bee that stung my neck a couple days after my breakup was such a sign. Right? Such a like meaningful thing. B for Brad. Fuck yeah. Brad. I don't know. Fuck Brad. Um, okay, so take the cards. These are becoming Adrian's cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's talk about what you want guidance on. Mm-hmm. Is there anything specific? It can be general. We can workshop it. I have so many projects going on. I don't know where to focus. Mm, okay. <clears throat> guidance on focus. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I love that. For a passion okay. project. So take the cards yeah. to your heart and we will all do a deep inhale. Hold it at the top. Beautiful. Okay. A, a piece of candy popped into my mind, like oh. old fashioned. Like a, like a, um, you know how candy wrappers have like that on the side, the triangles and the circle. Does any of that mean anything for something sweet or like, is it a candy? I don't like candy. Uh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay. Maybe we'll find out when we draw. I used to draw candy. Hmm. Mm. I don't know. I'm practicing telling people when, when I get images. Okay. Cause I'm clairvoyant. So it, maybe it could come mean out. something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is your card. It was almost hiding. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, Star up. Fertility. Oh, fertility. Oh, my God. I'm going to have a baby. Yay. Um, oh it's literally God. a woman with a basket of eggs. Wow, oh, that is you. That's fucked. What? That is so cool. Oh well, maybe God. the candy oh was like, you know, Easter basket candy. She's oh. got, I don't know. Keep that in mind. Okay, it says Ostara fertility. It is the perfect time for you to start new projects, okay. access new ideas, and give birth to new conditions. I'm tearing up right now. Oh, Whoa. Good. yeah. What are you feeling? Yeah. Oh my god, overwhelmed. <gasps> okay. Oh, because yeah, this <laughs> take this, it in. This card is about fertility, obviously, with the body, but it's also because I've gotten this one a few times. It's about projects and like start things yeah, starting and growing and getting bigger too. Oh, yeah, I have like insane goosebumps. Ooh, this is good. This is like multifold for based on what Leah just mm-hmm. said. Okay, your message is. Springtime is any time when the light increases within your mind and entire system. If you feel dark, heavy, or depressed, then you can lighten up by fueling yourself with positive intentions, nutritious foods, and anything that sparks your feelings of love. Surround yourself with beautiful flowers, brighten the colors in your wardrobe and home, and draw back the curtains to let in natural light. You can paint a sunnier outlook within yourself, which will give rise to all sorts of new opportunities since like attracts like. Feel more energized and powerful as you spruce up your inner and outer worlds. Then capitalize on this increased vigor by starting a new project that really makes your heart sing with excitement. Mm. We were talking about getting from the dark into the light a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And yeah. Projects okay. And eggs and fertility. So yeah. these are the these are the various meanings. <laughs> the first one is this card signifies pregnancy. You will be involved with a successful child conception, adoption, or custody resolution. So conception. <laughs> Your desire will fully manifest in the springtime. Mm. There will be a resurrection of the old. Your new idea or venture will be successful. It's an opportune time to make life changes. So that's awesome Oof. that you're doing that. Yeah. You're so doing that. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you, what's happening? Yeah. I'm freaked out. Because <laughs> I haven't been around like other witchy power. A yeah. Lot, uh, and I feel so connected mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And like, you're right. And this is. Yeah. 
very validating. This is what I needed to make sure that I was doing the right thing. And yeah. I, I think I am. Yes. Oh, love it. Okay. I just want to read a little bit about Ostara. She's the Teutonic goddess of fertility and springtime, who's sometimes called Aostra. I don't know if I'm saying that right. The words East and Easter were both. That is interesting. Candy. You said candy. Yeah. And it's Easter candy. Yeah. The words East and Easter were both named after Ostara because of the reference to the sun rising in the east and the increase in sunlight beginning in the Celtic springtime, Celtic springtime. She's celebrated during the spring equinox as the bringer of dis- increased light and the balance between nighttime and daytime hours. Call upon Ostara to increase your fruitfulness, fertility, or to help you embark on new ventures. This is the perfect <laughs> card. For and she's you. Teutonic. I'm German. Oh, I don't even know what what is Teutonic. Yeah. Teutonic means German. Oh shit! Oh. Thank you. <laughs> I'm German. I didn't know. Me that. too. <laughs> My last name is Erhart. Oh nice. What does that mean? Erhart, strength. Ah, Erhart. That's Erhard. cool. Kanauer means rude person. <laughs> <laughs> In Chaucer talk, <laughs> Kanauer. <laughs> My last name is French. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything, but it looks like it means forest, but it doesn't. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought it meant the forest. No, nope, but everyone thinks that. What okay. is it? It's La Forest, but it's just a family name. Right. Yeah. La Forêt. La Forêt. It's actually La Forest, but yeah. It's La Forest. I mean, yeah, it's from Montreal, so not uh, France, France. Bummer. But you could say La Forêt, yes. La Forêt. But I do not speak French. I only do the accent, so yeah. I don't know. Je parle français très bien. Oui, je parle un peu. Un peu? J'ai étudié français pour trois ans de l'école. Trois ans? Oui. Pourquoi? Trois ans? Trois ans. Ouais. Dans le corps, in high school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Espagnol. <laughs> quatre, quatre I love ans it. Espagnol. Ah, uh, deux ans uh, pour université. Ah. And you were uh, studying français. linguistics, so you would know, of course. Yes. Okay. Yes. Perfect. That is a good accent. accent. Thank you. <laughs> I, I did Should we just show. do this, the rest of the uh, podcast? You're not changing the show. Yes, of course. Yes. Um, <laughs> basic uh, witches. Uh, <laughs> this week we are fake French accents. <laughs> Yours is very good as well. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Did you spend time in France? Or? I France? had French teachers and ah. uh, accents are kind of my... Mm. Amazing. <laughs> Australian is my best one. Ah. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Australian. <laughs> now I want to hear it. My Australian? Yeah. <clears throat> it's hard to do when you've got vowels like that. You've got to like really focus on it mm. and like no, that is the hardest one to no. do. No. By far. No. 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 It's no. so hard. It's so hard. Yeah. But I love uh, it. And I, like it's uh, a great accent. And it's great. I, the way I y'all sometimes doing it. try to speak New Zealand, yeah. which is a little the bit kiwi. more, more ki- the kiwi. Yeah. It's a little more nasal. Yeah. I say thank you. <laughs> I love it. I love, <laughs> I love, love the South African one as well. I think that's so sexy when they talk that, like that, you know? Oh my God. I think that's so cool. I don't know. I don't know. I'm like just bored a lot. Well, the linguistics, obviously. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Helped. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, where let's move on to plugging. Okay. Whatever. Well, actually, let's close it out for Ostara. Yeah, thank, you, Ostara. thank you, Ostara. Beautiful. Oh yeah. And she's wearing a flower crown. Mm. Oh, I just wore that, that for Halloween. Oh, oh yeah. cool. Which Mid-summer. was very triggering because I wore a flower crown and a white dress oh. for my wedding. Oh, my second uh, wedding. And then uh, during this you know, midsummer stuff yeah. the guy I was dating was like super into it so he wore a bear costume oh and I put I got a white dress and a flower crown and I was like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna go to Halloween with this guy dressed like I'm at my wedding and it's gonna be fine uh and then it was and we had fucking bomb ass sex and great. yeah it was great okay oh, good good, good. 
good. Happy Getting ending. rid of those, putting the safety on those triggers. Yes, you know yes, I mean? yes. I need to, I'm working on that too. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, where can listeners find you? Uh, I'm at Cradrian everywhere on all socials. I think I'm probably the most psycho on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, as far as like stream of conscious mm. and then the most open that's about where i really found out about your divorce oh yeah <laughs> i could it was leaking out little by little and then i was just like ah, it's coming it's coming uh-huh. <sighs> i couldn't stop it anymore it was like uh, like vomit uh and then instagram is like my life what i'm doing and what's happening in real time and uh facebook is for family <laughs> <laughs> totally so totally. and like high school friends to be like yeah i'm still hot and to close it out we'll end with a basic blessing this is what we're grateful for today i'm grateful for um access to clean public restrooms without having to pay for it thinking about i have to pee right now (laughs) as happens at the end of many many episodes but you know if we were in france Mm -hmm. i would need some euro coins to be on the go and use the loo land of the free (laughs) fuck yeah (laughs) flush yeah i love it flush yeah do i go or do you go you can go if you have one um i'm grateful for strong women Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. may we be them may we know them may we love them May we raise them. May we raise them. Mm, love that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Speaking of strong women, I'm grateful for Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> <laughs> I just listened to her book, one of her books, and I just adore her. Obviously, who doesn't? Mm-hmm. She's incredible. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Yes. Oh, thank yes. you, Adrian, for <laughs> coming you so on. Much. Thank you, you guys. This was great. I can't get this over this This was very emotional for me. I'm, I'm really glad. <laughs> Witches,